0: Hi there. Welcome to OTs Get Paid, the podcast for OT entrepreneurs where we learn about everything you need to know to move from thinking like a therapist to acting like a CEO and making good money along the way. Are you curious how to continue to be true to your mission of helping others as an OT and get paid what you're worth? Do you want to know the best tips that add zeros to your bank account? Do you wonder how other OTs do it too? I'm your host, Trish Williams, a Canadian, a mom, a not-so-closet-choir nerd, an occupational therapist of over 26 years. I spent most of those years loving my profession, but secretly wishing I could get paid a lot more. Did I feel like I had an important job that had great impact on my clients and society? Check. Did I also wish I could feel validation in that work through getting paid enough to feel financial freedom? Check, check. So finally in my 40s, as a single mom who needed to get real with my income, I built two six-figure businesses, including my latest as an OT entrepreneur coach at Trish Williams Consulting. And through this, I heard the secret shame that others felt the same way too. So I'm raising my voice and raising my profile of this issue, and probably raising my prices. I'm here to talk about OTs making money. So let's do like Scrooge McDuck and dive into those giant piles of gold coins and get swimming and start this episode. Welcome, Krista. Now, before we begin, I just need people to have a visual of where you are sitting right now. where We've actually taken a photo and we've put it on social. But when this comes out, I want to remind people, where are you right now?
1: I am in Studio B, which is <laughs> Studio Bunk Bed. And that is a blanket fort under my son's loft bed.
0: <laughs> and tell me about these really expensive, swishy mic and headphone you're using.
1: Well, one of my least favorite things is poor audio on podcasts. And so I've realize that my kids' headphones actually provide the best audio when I'm doing interviews or Zoom calls. So I have my children's lime green headphones on. And and they're like in the dangle.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You know, one of the things that people love about the OTs Get Paid podcast is that we are never trying to be anything we're not and you know i love that you're showing up as the real deal as i sit in studio c which is you know you can see my clothes around me <laughs> okay krista so let's jump in so the purpose of this podcast is you're really going to tell us a story and you're a perfect example of an ot who was wary of using any kind of coaching or paying for any kind of help when you started your business and you know so many o are. In full transparency, you work on my team. You are a copywriter. And this was your idea. I don't pretend to know everything. And you came to me and you said, I think this would make an amazing podcast episode. And it's really so that others don't feel alone and that others can start to work through some of the issues that are so common when you're thinking about investing in coaching, at the start especially, and helping people really make an informed decision, and I am ever so grateful that you brought that up. Thank you so much. And that's the summary of what we're going to talk about today. So let me let me jump in. Mm-hmm. Tell me about like when you made the decision to start your business, and then when you decided to start investing in that business.
1: Yeah, I guess I was working at the hospital and also working home healthcare, and. Trying to balance that with kids and family and that through COVID was not working out very well. But even throughout the pandemic, I knew I wanted to do something different, but I didn't quite know what that would be. And so I searched around for different ideas and found copywriting and decided that I wanted to start a copywriting business. Mm -hmm. And instantly I started looking for like the cheapest way that I could make that happen in all honesty, the free way that I could pull together freebies. I could just use kind of my resources and start writing. Cause I was like, I can write. I don't need like a course to tell me how to write.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was raised very thrifty. I budget like a boss and mm-hmm. I've always driven to make ends meet and generate savings really just with PRN jobs through my mm-hmm. OT career and to supplement my husband's Ranger salary. Like I do have that in my pocket so that mm-hmm. I can work PRN jobs and not worry about it. And doing PRN instead of like hiring on full-time anywhere was a little scarcity mindset, but primarily a value-based decision. I really wanted to have the flexibility and the freedom to be with my kids, to create our financial freedom as a family and have money left over to give to causes that I was passionate about.
0: I just, I love that sentence, like scarcity mindset versus a values based decision because one of the things i don't want listen we've been around the block enough and there sometimes these online coaches and all of their answers are always well you're just afraid to spend the money like mm-hmm. it's actually it's actually your mindset it's your problem and i i start to get a little upset when i see that that's the de facto answer so i love i mean it's part of it for sure Uh, Mm -hmm. But I love that you've also talked about like values-based decisions. So keep going. I love it. I just wanted to highlight that. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Because we truly want to use our money in the ways that we want to, you know, to support the things we want to support and their missions. Mm -hmm. I started, really started the business to be with my kids and provide a solid education because anybody with kids knows education during the pandemic was a little bit helter skelter. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I just, they weren't going to do the Zoom school. It, yeah. You know, that kind of schooling was not going to work for us.
0: Mm-hmm. And, because, and now you're homeschooling them, right?
1: Yes. And actually yeah, homeschooled one of them the whole way through. He's yeah. in third grade now. And then we pulled the other one home and started homeschooling both Yeah, during the pandemic. So yeah. it's you've been got a, a lot on your
0: plate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It has been. So it's COVID. You've got a lot on your plate. You mm-hmm. want to be with your kids. You're thinking about this business. And now what? What about what about investing your hard-earned money?
1: Well, I kind of thought that I could take free courses, listen mm-hmm. to podcasts, read the books, mm-hmm. but I was realizing that I still like really couldn't figure out the business side and mm-hmm. put all of those pieces together to make it all make sense and to create like a genuine business. You can find like odd jobs on upwork and get paid, you know, pennies on the dollar, but that's I knew that's not what I wanted to do and not where mm-hmm. I was headed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: putting all those pieces together was really like making me crazy.
0: I love that you say that. I, yeah. I mean, that's the number one reason why people come to, you know, me for coaching and come to OTs, get paid for programs. And, mm-hmm. you know, like I still get coaching and it's mm-hmm. one of the number one reasons that I get coaching as well is to have somebody help you pull all those pieces together. Right. I love yeah. it. And it's that outside freebies, perspective. In a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And I was also on unemployment during Mm. part of this phase because the home health agency shut down and the hospital basically said, don't expect any work for the foreseeable future from us. So Mm. I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes.
0: You got resourceful.
1: Yes. And I'm grateful for unemployment, but uh, going back to values, like I don't want to stay there. That's not where I want (laughs) to be. So I knew I needed help and I'd paid for college. I'd paid for continuing education credits. But the thought of paying for like an online course or some online coach seemed like absurd to me. Really, it seemed like the craziest idea I had like ever heard of. Cause Why? I think I was just so stuck in that mindset that if it's at a college, then it's legit. Or if mm-hmm. it's AOTA approved, it's legit. But these self-proclaimed experts online, I was like, I don't know that those people actually will not be scammers. You know, it was just, it was scary. Yeah. Very scary. But I knew I had to make a change. I'd Mm -hmm. already like decided and said, I am so done with what I'm doing, like driving back and forth to town to go to work when they would give me some hours, Mm -hmm. but then it would be like one hour or one and a half hours. And it's a 20 to 30 minute drive in. And I had to figure out where to put the kids. And it was like, this is not worth it. I need something different. Mm -hmm. And so after all my freebies and checking everything out, I bought into a $2,000 program, which seemed absurd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I
0: didn't sleep. From the get-go? And that's yes. for copywriting, right? That was to mm-hmm. teach copywriting? <gasps> yep. Wow. It promised
1: to teach me copywriting, how to start a business, and how to get clients. Yeah. So, But I knew there was a cancellation policy. So <laughs> I definitely put that in my pocket and marked it on the calendar just Good. in case it was anything less than what I was hoping for. And they also had like a private Facebook group, weekly Q&A sessions. So it felt like it had quite a bit to it, even though it was still scary to join and spend that $2,000.
0: So you join. And by the way, let's talk a bit about a cancellation policy. I offer cancellation policies as well. And it really is in the sales world. Hey, Trish. Yes, Ashley. As an OT entrepreneur who's just starting to make money, I bet you've thought, oh my gosh, I just got my first few clients. What the heck do I do now? Don't worry. At Therabyte, we have you covered. We heard you and we created intake and consent templates just for you. So you've downloaded the template and now you can say, amazing, I know exactly how to get my clients started. Oh, I wish I'd had this in the beginning. I pulled everything together and needed something this efficient. Okay. So where can listeners find these templates, Ashley?
1: Super easy. The link will be in the show notes. You just hop over to our website, find templates, and you've got your download. Sounds great.
0: It's a technique to help knock people off the fence. Mm -hmm. And when I first heard of it years ago, when Laura Park-Figueroa and I started the OT Entrepreneur Summit, I was like, oh, heck no. Like, I remember when we, I can't remember we were reading it or somehow we knew about it and Laura and I started talking about it and I was like, well, I think it's a terrible idea and, you know, da-da-da-da-da and I know everybody says this and I know everybody says that and she was like, yeah, and we kind of talked each other out of the tree in the Mm -hmm. sense of, and you know why we were not wanting to do it? Again, very traditional mindset. We were like, oh, this is hundreds of hours. Like, it was, you know, maybe 40 hours at that point, maybe 30 of like, amazing content and interviews and this killer Facebook group that just went bonkers. Mm-hmm. And this was the very first one in 2020 with online. And um, we were like, there's no way we're going to yeah. give people their money back. I don't mm-hmm. remember. Honestly, I should know. I don't remember what we sold it for. I'm thinking, I think it was like $99 the first year something ridiculously low. And it was totally the opposite. It was we know this has so much value and I know you're scared. You meaning whomever Mm -hmm. was thinking about buying this Mm -hmm. and you're going to love it. Try it. You'll love it. It's like Mm -hmm. my my nephew, when he was trying a hamburger the first time, he didn't want to eat a hamburger for years. And finally, (laughs) I was like, finally, my son actually walked my nephew through eating a hamburger. My nephew has autism Mm -hmm. and he was like, okay, buddy, like, I think you're going to love this. Let's like just have the patty. Let's And then I remember Thomas at the cottage looking at my son and being like, hamburgers are delicious. <laughs> but it was kind of like that. You need some support to help you eat the hamburger. And you know, now I feel like for so many of the programs that we have, that that cancellation policy really knocks you off the fence into, this is great and we've never had a complaint. And so it worked yeah. for you in the same way. Yeah. Oh, so good. I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah,
1: okay, so I knew I the, could peek inside. I could like make sure it was what they said it was going to be. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yep. Because it's not like the bricks and mortar where people could come and like tour the clinic. Actually, we would Mm -hmm. often take people on video tour too, like just because we didn't want them to park in the car and come after school and you know, it's Mm -hmm. it's a whole meal deal. So yeah, I completely agree. Okay. So there you are. You are spending 2K in an online program Mm -hmm. and you don't like spending money on yourself. Right. (laughs) And I stressed about
1: it. And, you know, a a lot of sleep was lost over that investment, (laughs) but that's okay. It's what has to happen. You have Mm -hmm. to take scary steps sometimes Mm -hmm. in order to make something different happen. The outcomes happen, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and it worked, you know, I was surprised. I started doing it. I had the cancellation date marked on my calendar and I never canceled. Like I never asked for the refund because there was no reason to, you know. It mm-hmm. was what she said it was, and it was guiding me exactly through these steps. And I could see the the journey that was ahead of me. And it, I could see people in the group who had worked through it already succeeding. And I was like, oh, this is legit. <laughs>
0: yes, that's so good. So then, how long did that take? Actually, that's the question I want to ask. How long did it take? Was it like a week? Was it a little bit more? When you finally, for me to like- realize. Mm Mm-hmm. Like this is as good as it as I wanted it to be, and if not better.
1: Yeah. I believe there's a 14-day cancellation policy. So I had two weeks to really kind of dig in and look at it and start doing the classes and modules and but I don't know that I needed the full two weeks. You know, within the first Mm. week, I think I was pretty much like, yeah, this is actually this actually looks like it might work. I was still stunned. Yeah. Because (laughs) I was like, really? Yeah. And still scared. Cause I was like, well, what? what's an OT doing? Like starting a writing business. <laughs> yes. And at that point I hadn't found Jenny Gill yet. Our paths hadn't crossed. Yeah. And so I really thought like, there's nobody else doing this, but I'm yeah. grateful that
0: I have found somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, I love, you know what I love about this? The podcast episode that's coming after this is actually, uh, there's a similar theme, which is, there's just something inside. Mm-hmm. There's just something inside. And it's, there's got to be a better way, right? And everybody's stories about that are a little bit different. Mm -hmm. You know, who I'm interviewing Nicole next week and after your podcast episode in the following week, and it's she's like, I got to the top of the pay scale. Like I got to the top of the ladder. I tried management. I didn't like it. Like I've been an OT for 20 odd years, right? Mm -hmm. Yours is a different story about PRN and piecemeal and homeschooling, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But, you know, what everybody seems to have in common is that intrinsic something Mm -hmm. that's inside. And it can make you feel crazy. And it just because you have that feeling also doesn't, I used to think I was less than because I remember thinking other people are better than me because they have this feeling, but they're not scared. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's true. I'm hearing for you, it was like, I have this feeling and I'm also scared and yeah. I'm still going to try it. Mm-hmm. And I
1: think a lot of people are scared stepping forward. It just isn't something we talk about as much. Mm-hmm. When you find your group, and you find that support system, you talk about it more. And then you realize that everybody's kind of going through the same struggle with it. Yeah, We just don't, we don't want to admit it because it's not, you know, instant perfect. Something that we post and say, oh, I have everything together.
0: Well, plus not only you don't want to post it, but uh, like you quite literally live in the middle of nowhere. Like you live (laughs) in a provincial or a state. State, state park? Okay. And I mean, I say that with love in my heart. I'm not like, you know, it's not a flag. <laughs> and, and but like, so you're an OT, you live in the middle of a state park, you homeschool your kids, like you have more isolation than the average bear, right? Mm-hmm. And nobody understands your profession anyways, and now you're going to leave it and do yeah. like copywriting for a profession nobody understands. Like that is very isolating. And it's interesting. I'm glad you're bringing this up because again and again and again and again, I hear from people that say... I love the roadmap you provided. I love the content you provide. I love the strategy you provide. I love all of this. And the real secret sauce is that I've been this group of other people who are doing the same thing. And actually mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons why I'm moving away from more one-on-one other than, you know, from a strategic point of view, mm-hmm. it's hard to scale one-on-one. And yet it's also, I felt like the clients, I didn't, have a group vehicle to put them into, and I noticed that was one of the things that was missing, mm-hmm. which is like let's get you other people. And now with the different products that we have, like the Road to Hundred K, the Hundred K Club, and soon to becoming Mastermind, um, <laughs> we have places to put everybody. That is where they will get all the you know content and everything that they need and the steps, etc. And they'll find their people. Mm-hmm. So you found yeah. your people,
1: and then found my it. people. <laughs> That was definitely the kickstart that I needed to start the business. And I even got a few clients just really early on. I started in late January. And then by March, I had posted my website and launched and started getting clients in March and April. And it it floored me. I was like, what? This actually works? <laughs> like, I was still like, no, somebody's messing with me. Surely this doesn't happen. <laughs> but I mean, you followed this. I followed the steps in the program. Did the work obviously, mm-hmm. and it worked because it was a system that was just laid out and you walk through it and then you get results. It was, I know, mind boggling. <laughs>
0: I love it. Yeah. So, how long did that take? You said, I know you're talking calendar, but in terms of how many months was it before you got your like that January, February when you were getting your first clients? How many months? Uh, months?
1: I think between buying the course and my first client would be three months.
0: Okay. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so what else, what, what was next?
1: Well, it helped and it worked and it was like wonderful, but the problem was I was still like really inefficient in my business. Mm. And it was like, I was driving a moped while everybody else had like Ferraris zooming mm. past me.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: So I needed more of like the systems, the processes, the strategy, the, and I needed to get it moving faster. Cause I don't have a lot of free time to work on it. Yeah. it was, the home and the school and the family and just everything going on i needed it to take as little amount of time as possible really to get going and that's when another opportunity came up which was a more intensive coaching opportunity
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i'd only been in business for 5 months as a part time you know i wasn't working full time on the business and this coaching intensive like presented itself and it was within the writing community also so it would be the same person that I had already taken the course from, that I'd built trust with and whatnot. But this one was a $5,000 investment. Wow. And I was like, wow, that sounds great. And I'm like, no, it's $5,000. You're crazy. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. It is a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well,
0: f- especially for where you are.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In that really startup phase. And honestly, I'd only earned about $5,000. <laughs> You're like, in- dude, I had it. <laughs> It was so close, (laughs) right? So I like earned it. And then immediately it was like, do I give it all away? (laughs) So it was terrifying, truthfully, but I already knew her. I trusted her content, her coaching, her, like, it just, it felt good because it had built that trust and that Mm
0: -hmm.
1: understanding and, you know, how businesses also have expenses. So I had to transfer money from our personal account over to the business account in order to even... Pay for it, which was, you know, a bit terrifying. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. But um, yeah. if I can interrupt, I've done the same mm-hmm. thing, so I don't mind sharing that. You know, I I'm gonna do, I keep saying I'm gonna do a podcast episode on the mastermind that I recently joined, mm-hmm. but it's it's twenty k, yeah. And I went through the exact same thing. Now it's relevant, like the five k to you is twenty plus k. Actually, it was a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, it's still. Yeah. It's, it's, it's irrelevant, but I actually wound up deciding to pay half of it out of the company mm-hmm. and well actually a bit more like three quarters of it out of the company and then gift myself. So mm-hmm. I used my own take-home pay. Yeah. <laughs> so I pay myself to then use my own take-home pay to then gift, it. but you know, it was two accounts and I know I actually, <laughs> they got me on Zoom because when you're paying like 20 some odd grand. And Uh it was USD and I, you know, like Ah. I'm in Canada. So it's like 30% more. more. I was like, oh, flip. So they got me on the phone with the financial person because I actually had it all carved out. This is totally true story. And I was like, why did I forget to do a conversion rate in my head? And I was like, Mm. I don't actually have enough. So I needed to split it over three cards. It was so embarrassing. And even that feeling of I'm going to... Take it out of my personal, even though it was literally this company that paid mm-hmm. me my personal thing. Yeah, it just felt great and also scary. So I'm sharing that with you and like saying to you, it doesn't go away. I don't think that feeling entirely goes away, no mm-hmm. matter if it's like, you know, the two grand you spent or the five grand or the 20 plus K that I recently spent. So I'm super feeling that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you spend it and you take it out of personal. And what does your husband say?
1: He was incredibly supportive. He, he honestly was like, why do you keep worrying about it? Why do you keep causing? Like, he's like, just do it. Like you've looked through it. You've run the numbers. You've talked about this. Like he's probably just tired of listening to me, like (laughs) debate with myself out loud in the kitchen. (laughs) He was like, just buy it. Yeah. But like, I think he saw, you know, that first investment paid off and he was supportive of that. Definitely. Also, you know, he was like, just do it. It's fine. Like, so what, if you invest and it doesn't work out, Yeah, then you've tried something. Like yeah. you're stuck and you're frustrated right now. So just mm. do something.
0: Yeah. What, so, got you, what got you here won't get you there, right? You need to yeah,
1: something. Yeah. That. So he was more supportive of me than I was, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think. Because mm-hmm. I was, you know, I was working a bunch of hours and I wasn't actually contributing to our family finances yet. Just because like the money was kind of still in the business and it was yeah. so many hours for so little money at that point. As I was figuring things out, it was it was hard.
0: Yeah. So let me just follow this for a second. So it sounds as though that first 2K was, I know I need something different. So emotional. And then the practical piece was you had done a lot of research. You knew it sounded like a perfect fit for what you needed and there was a guarantee. So you're like, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to spend this. And then it sounds like even though there was emotion involved in the 5K investment that your husband also acted as a voice of reason because he's like, wait a minute this has already worked. Mm-hmm. So why not, you know, double down or <laughs> uh-huh. double in a bit down in your case? So there was data. There was data to show that you had created a profitable business mm-hmm. on 2K and it was just getting used to the number. Is that what I'm hearing?
1: Yeah. 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 And the fact that it's okay to like try it and yeah. just take the risk and do something because it's good overall, you know, mm-hmm. and he did keep citing that most businesses aren't profitable in their first year Mm -hmm. and he's like so I don't expect you to suddenly jump businesses you know jump careers build a business and then turn a profit all in one year he's like that's that's crazy why are you expecting that of yourself you know and the cost of a copywriting business is incredibly low compared to people who are starting bricks and mortar companies you know one of my friends has built two businesses downtown At the same time, and the expense of remodels and product and everything, I was like, yeah, you're right. This is like pennies to start a business.
0: Mm -hmm. I want to interrupt with one of my soapbox things. And that is when I see people, and I've put it out there in some Facebook posts and in responses, but one of the things that I will say is there doesn't need to be this huge long runway Mm -hmm. for these types of businesses. One of the things that I love to do most of all is break down myths and also say, what is your quick win? Mm -hmm. Like, how are you going to get five clients right now so that you can pay for this investment and then also learn and get paid at the same time? Mm -hmm. And also this concept of like, you know, I need to go to the bank for a loan. I need to write, oh my gosh, somebody, the other, couple of weeks ago, I think it was, was like, you need a five-year strategic business plan because that's... that's, Yes, because that's oh. what the Small Business Association is saying is absolutely necessary because of market. And I'm like, and it was, I think the comment was, it's a fad to do anything less. And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know, like, I'm paying for my kid's school on fad money, then I guess. Yeah, <laughs> like, You know, I ran two six-figure businesses and I don't think it's a fad, but I love that concept. And again, this is like, we're not trying to sell you swampland in Florida. Like This is your experience. This has been my experience, the, the clients mm-hmm. that have come. And I truly believe that women need to feel like they can do things in a way that's a bit less traditional, a bit less stuffy, a longer runway, needing a loan, needing to go in crazy amounts of debt. Like mm-hmm. I don't think this is a fad. This is just not what is necessary. And I think more and more and more women are gravitated to this type of ways of starting a business, right? In mm-hmm. fact, people have come to me and said, well, I really want you because you're an OT. And especially, I've heard this story a lot. I had some man at the Small Business Association, which is free, right? Mm-hmm. In whatever your state or whatever your country. And they said, do this, do this, do this. And I looked at them and I was like, no, there's got to be a better way, right? A mm-hmm. faster way, a cheaper way, etc.' cetera. Okay. Yeah. I love this. So you start the 5K program and what's the reward? Is there, mm-hmm. Have there been rewards? I'm hoping yes.
1: Yes, there have been rewards. <laughs> Good. Tell Going me. Going in, I kind of set my expectations. I was like, Good. okay, what's the bare minimum that I can get out of this and then make it feel worth my investment? Good. And there truly was like one project that I was having trouble with and that was tripping me up with web design and just different things happening. And I was like, if that project finishes, I think it'll be worth $5,000, <laughs> even though I would be losing a ton of money. Mm-hmm. But I got way more than that. Like financially, I've definitely increased my ability to earn and finding clients that really align with my values and what I'm interested in. You know, I'm not writing like home decor blogs or, mm. you know, nothing against them for people who love that, but, mm-hmm. but you're I, no through and through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just don't really care about home decor that much. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not yeah. my jam. Yep. And I changed my business structure through that. Instead of selling like single items, yep. I only sell packages. Good. Because to onboard somebody and just write either one blog or one tip sheet or something is a ton of work to get to know them, get to know their business, get to know the audience. And then you sell like $150 item. Yeah. Like that was a ton of work. Yep. Smart. And the other part was just the actual coaching part, getting feedback on my business, on my writing, on the systems. And, you know, we basically dumped our business in her lap and she combed through it and gave feedback. And that was huge. I still have Loom videos that I need to go through because I didn't get through it all during, during our time together. Amazing. <laughs> but it was a limited time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think it was three months mm-hmm. for it. So. And then also, like we had talked about earlier, like I found my people, just people that I knew were on the same track, people that I knew were passionate, people that, I mean, I knew they were talented and anything that I send to them and they give feedback on, I know that's like, that's really great feedback. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And now we have a boxer group that has 10 of us in it, Mm -hmm. which is kind of a big number, but it doesn't feel like there's 10. I don't know. It feels very small. And they're all business owners and copywriters from a load of different backgrounds, different ages and different niches. And it is amazing that that group, anything that happens, you can bring it into the group and either get help or just get kind of get that emotional support. You know, Mm -hmm. you get somebody says that they hate everything you did. You can be like, oh, ouch. But you have those people to be like, "Okay, how do I move forward? What can I do to get better? We share resources, ideas, success, struggles. We definitely celebrate with each other and lift Mm -hmm. each other up when we're down. You know, somebody came in and was saying that they got really hard feedback from a client and then everybody else being able to share kind of those learning experiences where the clients were unhappy and then how they moved on or that just really helps. Like it helps you know you're not alone, helps you know it's not just that you're ridiculous, you know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Completely. Yeah. And so I do want to point out that your journey is quite similar to what we have at OTs Get Paid and and other programs that are out there in the sense of, you know, different price points also buy different levels of support, right? Mm -hmm. So there's kind of like lower price points, a bit more DIY, a bit less, you know, intensity and hands-off from coaching, all those support. And Mm -hmm. then the higher price points typically buys you a more intense... Group, right? A more intense, yeah. more eyeballs on your work, more expertise from that one on one person. And I like that you're pointing that out. I also think there's not a lot of people. Like, would you have been ready if the 5K program was the only program available to you? Mm-hmm. Would that have been a harder spend for you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 And I think they needed that's part that beginner, of, that entry level program that like, walks me through the basics, holds mm-hmm. my hand, <laughs> like,
0: Exactly. I also the, think it's the price point, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the only access to the coach in that $2,000 program is through like a live Q&A session where mm-hmm. she, she goes live on Facebook in the private group. And so we can send in questions, but it's mm-hmm. not like direct access, mm-hmm. you know, and that's just once a week and all like 2,500 people in the group have access to it. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of a low touch point, Whereas this $5,000 program, we had her on Voxer. We could send her all of our information and get direct feedback.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And that's important to know when, mm -hmm. you know, people are out there looking at either our programs or other programs Is that level of support in Mm -hmm. what kind of phase? Like no program is, I mean, some of them are, some of them are literally like $249 and they're like, watch five videos, right? Uh That's not a space we're in right now because... I want to provide more support for OTs right off the bat. Mm-hmm. But that's something to consider as people are looking at different programs. Like what is the different level of support and what are you paying for? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: You're so- not going to get an expert coach in your pocket. Yeah for a $500 or $1,000 price point.
0: But I also think it's important, like it's part of that customer journey, right? And it's part of also knowing what people are ready to pay for. Mm -hmm. I think anytime people called me and they were new and they were starting, for example, and they wanted one-on-one coaching, I often felt, I mean, incredibly valuable. And there's people that are like, oh yeah, I'll pay your one-on-one prices, even though I'm Mm -hmm. starting because I know it's worthwhile, but that's not everybody's journey. Mm -hmm. And now we have a container for like where everybody is, right? At a price point, that's a lot more <sighs> breathable for mm-hmm. entry level. Okay. So as we're wrapping up, you know, you've you've talked about the successes, you've talked about the value you've gotten out of it, you know, roadmaps and strategy and a group and learning you're not alone. And, you know, failing is normal and mm-hmm. there's support. What's really your biggest piece of advice for people You know, the you of before you spent your first money on coaching. Like, what's your biggest piece of advice for people that are thinking about investing in anything in yourself and in your business early on?
1: Yeah. I would say my biggest advice is to really invest in yourself and your business as early as you possibly can.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Be wise, be thoughtful, you know, use discernment because there are a lot of things out there that may not be great quality. Mm -hmm. Make sure the program makes sense for your business and can deliver for you. You know, look at testimonials, make sure you know the person, you have to trust that person. But don't be so stuck in the money scarcity that you won't seek out the help and the resources that are actually going to get you to the
0: next level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. And you know, it's actually without knowing it. Thanks for the pitch. <laughs> You've <laughs> actually, you know, that's exactly why I started this business because I did it all by my self. I did it all by myself in my bricks and mortar. And I was the one with the books and the freebies. And I couldn't even, like, I've told this story multiple times. My friend Chris, who's like this big, you know, very successful entrepreneur. And he went to like, you know, Ivy League business schools. He went to business school in Europe. Like Mm -hmm. he's this really cool dude. And I remember definitively, he's so generous and so loving and so warm and kind. And I was at some Christmas cocktail party or something. And Mm -hmm. we were talking about business and he was really trying to connect with me because he's just such a nice person. And yet I was standing there feeling so out of my element. Like Mm -hmm. I couldn't talk to Chris, who's one of the nicest humans in the world about business because he doesn't understand what I do. He doesn't get me. He doesn't get my business problems. Right. And that truly, truly is the reason that I do this now is because I didn't want people have to make the mistakes I made. I mean, they're going to make other mistakes, but you know, or like you're, you're getting there faster Mm -hmm. and you're getting there with the better resources and you're getting there with a proven method because I did it and all the clients I've had have done the same thing. So Mm -hmm. I love the thought about being wise and thoughtful and using discernment and that feeling of it does work because a lot of the other people, I mean, it's a very typical online female entrepreneur story. Like I did this. And now I'm going to help you do it. Especially, I think, from OTs. One of the reasons I've kept it was time for me to redo my OT credentialing here in Canada. And I kept it even though I don't need it. Because Mm -hmm. I felt like it was ethics upon ethics. Yeah. And even though I don't think anybody could... Well, maybe they could report me to the college if I did lousy work. But again, is it occupational therapy? Like, I'm not really selling OT. And yet, Mm -hmm. I wanted to keep that in my pocket because I felt like that feeling of trust that you keep talking about in Mm -hmm. seeking out the help and in the resources.
1: Yeah. And it's really a part of who we are and what's made us who we are as business owners is having that OT like background and being an OT.
0: Yeah. And trusting in the other OTs. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much. What's kind of like, what are the, some of the final thoughts on your mind as we wrap up? so many things, but... (laughs) (laughs) Full of ideas, full of thoughts.
1: Definitely the first investment is like the hardest and the scariest. And then as you continue to see the benefits of those investments in helping you grow, saving you time, saving you money in other areas, it just becomes... You just... You get it. And that's... That first step is so hard to invest in yourself and in your business. But it... Creates a cycle where you know you can continue to grow as you continue to invest. So, I will be keeping my eye open for future opportunities because I've seen the rewards now, and I get it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, you know, you you flew out to Florida, right? Like you, yep. flew out to Florida for the OT Entrepreneur Summit live, and you know, full transparency, you've been participating in the Hundred K Club, and mm-hmm. I think you continue to lean into them because you you know the value. Do you find here's like, I shouldn't ask a question as I'm trying to wrap this thing up, but I really am curious, Krista, does it feed more than your business spending this time and spending this money?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like Tell it, me more about that. It really kind of gives me, I don't want to say that I don't have like purpose otherwise, but it really gives me like purpose and being able to narrow down who I was writing for and what I'm writing has been huge because my first couple clients were like, eh. you know, it was great and it was fine, but I didn't really care about the topic. But once I realized that using the OT knowledge could create so much impact for people on the other end, mm-hmm. getting them equipment, getting them programs, services, or whatnot, like that really f- fueled my purpose as an OT, even though I'm not practicing right now. So it is a very personal investment also because Mm-hmm. I love that feeling of having an impact.
0: Yeah. What did getting on an airplane and driving from
1: <laughs> three hours to the airport? Yes, exactly. <laughs> like like lots of hours to fly down. I don't even know. Is how long that just
0: that's like. a business decision? It, I, I just don't think it can be. Like, what's what's the personal part of that for you?
1: Definitely for the OT entrepreneur summit, I wanted that connection with other OTs. Being in the space with other people who are making these. Amazing clinics and services and products, and I'm just in awe of all the different things that OTs are doing. Mm-hmm. And as Do much find, as I love my writing group, I like really yeah. on heart level connect with yeah. You the want OTs. to see it through an OT lens.
0: Yeah. Has this given you more personally than you expected? Like, how has the business and hanging out with other OTs and continuing to invest yourself? What has that done for you? and the way you spend your time or the way you think about yourself or like, what has it also done for you personally outside of that? Like, you know, you're impacting other OTs businesses. Mm-hmm.
1: It really kind of transformed how I look at things and mm-hmm. increased my confidence. And, you know, I, I know I'm not stuck in just a clinical role with just trying to grab for whatever's in my area. Cause there's not many options out here. Like I just realized that I could do so much more. So it's, given me more confidence, more self-assurance. Yeah.
0: Yeah, me too. I'm getting on an airplane to go to the first, my mastermind has a few different retreats, like the one that I belong to. Mm -hmm. And the first one is in June and it's at the end of June, which is going to be one of the busiest weeks in my home because my daughter's finishing her senior year. We call it grade 12 here. And then she has a few days to get packed to leave for her summer job, which is away on an airplane. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because I've shared in the podcast that I'm going away to camp for Mm -hmm. a month in July. And then, you know, my daughter's coming back the very end of August, probably has two more days and it flies off to wherever she ultimately decides to go to university. Mm -hmm. And so that last week or the second last week of June, I should not be getting, should not, quote unquote, should not Mm -hmm. be getting on an airplane and going to my mastermind. And yet, you know what? It's like become part of who I am. Mm-hmm. I have valued myself more as a human. I know that sounds crazy. And, and this isn't a pitch. It really isn't. It's also what I see and what I hear from other people. Like there's something that I'm very proud of to be able to look at my, you know, little family and say, mom, I know you can handle this last four days, but mom's getting on an airplane and doing this. Like, it It mm-hmm. fills me up as a human. And, yeah. and, you know, even if my friend, let's say, I mean, we don't, but let's say my friends were like, we're going to go on an Arizona girls trip that week. It's not just, I have to go to work. It's like, this is who I am now. Mm-hmm. And I feel that it has infused me with so much more. And I'm, I think I'm hearing the same thing from you. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely agree. Yeah. We're so lucky for that. O T, OT. The profession that keeps on <laughs> giving in very unique ways. Yes. Unexpected ways. Unexpected. Well, thank you so much, Krista. How can people find you if they want to hire you for uh, their copywriting and OT needs?
1: Yes. You can find me on Instagram. It's Krista from Agency, which is F-R-A-H-M. I'm also in a lot of the OT Facebook groups. Obviously, I'm in the OTs get paid group. (laughs) And my website is KristaFromAgency.com. So keeping it very consistent.
0: (laughs) Yeah, good. I love it. Thank you so much for, you know, all the work that you do for us. And thank you so much for coming on here and and telling your story and really representing, taking those thoughts that are in a lot of people's minds and and putting a voice to them. That's really Mm -hmm. special. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. This has been OTs Get Paid, recorded live in Studio C. That's Studio Closet. I'm Trish Williams. If you have feedback on today's episode, send us a DM on IG at OTs Get Paid or join our Facebook group at OTs Get Paid. We would really love to hear from you. We'd also love it if you could subscribe and write a review for the podcast. Each month, I'll pick a random review for a shout out to get your name and business on the air. Until next time.